Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. again and he's got it Gavin was closing in oh Gavin has scored Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not after three yes! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. As the transfer window slams shut the Cobblers suffered a narrow defeat to Wickham sigh. I'm Charles and I'm here to digest it all. It's a full house again. Look at this back together all four of us, just like we were on Saturday at Sixfields. Don't blame us. wasn't our fault. I'm here with Danny, Jeff, Jeffy, and Neil, who I very nearly called Nelly Furtado, because that is the name that he wrote when he entered the recording studio. Hello, everybody. How are you all? Hi. You almost, you almost very much called uh, Jeffy Jeff as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Just Jeff. Jeff Horsfield. Oh. Jeff Lake. <laughs> we oh. all we could when when we struggle for an empty sack, we could play name that Jeff. Name that Jeff. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Jeff Capes. It's a good one. My favourite. <laughs> running out of Jeffs. We'd have to go. Jeff to from Biker Grove? <laughs> yes. Mine my, my cobbler's Jeffrey. name is called Jeffrey. Yeah, I was gonna say Jeffrey from, Jeffrey from Rainbow. From Rainbow, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Uh, this is the sort of thing that used to happen when Keith Curl was in charge and nothing happened in the game. Things happened in the game. Come on. Can I bring it back to the cobblers? Right. Okay. We've had enough fun here now. Today, Jeff today. Whitley. I was going to say Jeff Whitley. You've ruined Sorry. it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, right. You can see that we are not doom and gloom too much about the result against Wickham, albeit. It was probably one of the most frustrating games of football I've witnessed the Cobblers play for ages and ages and ages and ages. We were dominant everywhere, it seemed, apart from at the top end of the pitch where it counts. Um, 
unfortunately, it looks like an error by young Max Thompson has cost us a point, at least, against Wickham. Had that not gone in, who knows what might have happened, of course, at the other end for us. Um, but uh, you guys, similar feelings, frustration, as opposed to... Well, I suppose it's frustration and disappointment, but not in a massively negative way. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you guys feel the same? Yep, very much so. I kind of have a few elements of it. I mean, the first one is that there's definite evolution in in what they're trying to do in terms of of style of play. Because if I look at Stevenage, first game of the season, we did try that passing football, didn't quite come off and made a few errors here and there. When I went to Cheltenham last week, there didn't seem to be anything really in the final third at all. And obviously until Hoskins came along effectively and rescued the game. On Saturday, it felt like they were not trying to take one touch too many. But I think by doing that, it was a bit too hasty. And there was a bit of not necessarily panic, but haste with maybe two or three of Hoskins' efforts. And I think the idea that they need to just polish that is probably where I fit with that. I think that the Thompson issue, bless him, I don't think if Burge is on the pitch, that happens. It just doesn't, I don't think. But that is just inexperience and you you can't... I, I will argue till the cows come home, which they do regularly where I live. Um, <laughs> I but, about to say. <laughs> but I'll argue till the cows come sweet. home about um, people that criticise that because that's just a young, naive, inexperienced goalkeeper who has just made a small error and that happens and you can't really... Yes, it is an error, of course, but you can't do much about that. That it happens. It does. That's part of football, right? Uh, I think the disappointing thing is that it was really reminiscent of that really annoying horseful mistake that cost us so dearly that year when we got that 18-second goal conceded against Bristol Rovers in that year that we should have gone up when we were robbed. And I kind of think that I think we've got enough. I think all of us are unanimously of the view that we've got enough at the moment. But obviously that changes and you don't know what's going to happen below you. But... I don't want it to cost us because they were a horrible team. They didn't deserve to win. They didn't play any decent football. They didn't look like a good League One outfit and they were dirty and I didn't like them. <laughs> I want to I want to pick up on one thing that you said about Sam Hoskins, um, Jeffy. Guys, do you think that maybe on Saturday, I feel having watched the highlights back, obviously the majority of the chances were were Sam having a having a shot from either outside the box or you tried tried an ap- acrobatic one at one point, which is the type of goal that he would normally score and everyone would be going, oh my God, he's amazing. How's he done that? This is incredible. Um, and, and a couple of other decent chances as well. I don't know, when I was watching the highlights, it almost felt like maybe the world's on his shoulders. Almost like he thinks it's down to me to score the goals here because where are the goals coming from? Otherwise, if it isn't him, I don't know whether that's, you know, true uh, and, and, you know, that is what he's feeling. But I think the way that he was going about, you know, taking the opportunity to shoot whenever he could. I mean, fair enough. 
you know, you don't shoot, you don't score. But I just wonder if there's a little bit of that mindset maybe crept into him that it's all on his shoulders to actually get us across the line and win the games, which it shouldn't be, right? It's a team effort and others need to be chipping in with goals. Louis Appare, Simpson, to name just two. Neil, that was a a big blowout of breath there. Just on Simpson, look, Cobblers were really, really good against Wickham and deserved to win. There was no question about it. There was... There was certainly in the first half, there was it looked like a team that we looked like a top, top League One team, and they looked like a really poor League One slash League Two team. And even actually in the second half, I know we dropped off a little bit, um, but we were still better than them. I mean, there was only one team that deserved to win that game. And I think if you kind of speak to any of their fans, which we did, I did on the way out of the game and stuff, back to the car, and they were. Much of like we've totally robbed you. Don't know what's happened there, but we'll take it. Of course you would as, a, as an away fan. So there was so many positives from it. But I, I mean, I know Danny's his biggest fan, <laughs> but Tyree Simpson was our marquee attacking signing. I am. I'm not sold at all yet. Mm. At all. Whether he's not quite fit enough yet, I don't know. Um, Oh, I'm struggling with him. Are we playing to his strengths, though, do you think, Danny? Um, I mean, what are his strengths, first well, of all? He, that... well, <laughs> firstly, Jeffrey Boycott, before we move on any further. Um, <laughs> secondly, his strength is his strength, isn't it? Essentially, it's not a, a target man. It's his, his literally barging through defenders and... From what I remembered of him and the the Tyrese that I fell in love with, it's <laughs> it's the the pace and the kind of getting the ball and charging and taking players on. We're not quite seeing that yet. But whether that will come, I'm hoping I'm hoping so because I think I still think there's something in there. It's not it's a bit too early to kind of give up the ghost on him and call him the next Danny Hilton or anything like that. But and I, I do kind of sense that he wants to. He wants to be that person, and it's it might just be a fitness thing. Hopefully, this this international break, which we can call it now, even though it's not our club that's, <laughs> that's forcing the international break. I'm going to take it. International break. We've got two weeks. Um, I know we've got the little EFL, whatever it's called, cup on t- trophy on Tuesday night, but that will mainly be youth teamers or whatever. I would have thought maybe we just throw him in there and tell him to go and have a go at teams, play with a bit of freedom, and and get fitness up a bit. But uh, I, th- I still think there's a lot more to come. It. It it does kind of make me think that Brady, you know, he came out saying last week saying he wants some more one more attacking signing before the end of the window. Has he kind of almost had a little bit of buyer's regrets regret already, or whether it was a different type of forward that he wanted? Um, I don't know, but I think it's him and Apare both have different strengths, but they're the complete opposite strengths. So it's it's almost like they give us sort of half a forward attributes without giving us the full the full strikers instincts or whatever that we need at the moment like you'll get work rate and everything all day long from from the lab and you'll get strength and power from Tyrese um we just need something in between that or something that encapsulates all of that or or for them both to come into good form with everything and I'm not quite sure that we're going to get that yet well you said an interesting thing 
for once, Danny, during, during the game. <laughs> did I? Um, was it? Did. Would you like a Haribo? Was it that? It, you wouldn't leave me alone with those Haribo. I was starting to think I was being uh, groomed or something. <laughs> Stroke my leg um, at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you did. So you, you made a really good point that actually Apare or Labrador or Abraca Labrador, whatever you want to call them, um, <laughs> plays better coming off the bench. Yeah, I feel like he's just... He seems to play well until he starts. Like he seems to come off the bench and put in some really good performances, and then when he starts, it, it seems to switch—not switch off, but it doesn't seem to be as impactful as he does from the bench. Maybe because he's got a bit more energy. But well, I don't know well, what, yeah. it, I don't know it, what it is. He's, he's got just, more energy in the defence, attired, attired possibly. But I just—I don't know. I don't know what it is. He just—and I—and I—it could, it could be that ooing and ahhing about which one you'd start. <laughs> But my, at the moment, instinct... I still I still think Apare is the right person to start at the moment based on Simpson's performances, which haven't been what yeah, we I need. Think so. um, it's, just see, a, it's just a weird one, isn't it? I feel opposite to you. And, and I, I don't really like saying it, actually, because I love the Labrador. Um, but I do think that Simpson's the kind of guy that is a confidence player and needs some goals. And I think that by starting him, you got more of a chance of him getting them. And even Sean said on on Saturday, and he actually said against Cheltenham as well, if it's not working, even after twenty minutes, get him off and bring someone else on. You know, I know that's really early and that's really unambitious, but even if you get to half time and you think this is really not working with Simpson, swap it. But I kind of think if Simpson starts and then does get a goal, that could release the shackles a little bit, which is probably quite important at this how stage. many players have we said that about though over the years oh, i know as that's soon the as he gets thing. a goal he'll be on yeah. a roll and stuff and I, look i hope i really do hope that he is uh, talking about apare i thought apare had a really good game on saturday Me too. The, the one thing that he lacked was obviously a finish and a goal um the, the the big chance that he had he could it was almost actually watching it back if they had done a euro 96 against holland and Apare had actually sent it one more over. One more, yeah. Was it Mitch that was there next to him? I can't remember who can't it was now. Who it was, but... but if he'd have just done that instead of having the shot, which turned out to be really weak and in one place, the goalkeeper's definitely going to get it, then we, we probably would have scored. Now, again, it's one of those where you look at it and go, he's the number nine. You want to back him to score, and he should back himself to score it, really. However... There's also that little bit of, you know, footballing brain, I suppose, that needs to be there. He needed to realise that there was somebody actually next to him and had he fed it, then that probably would have been a better chance to score than the one that he took. I mean, I think his work rate is fantastic and I think we play better with him in the side starting. I, I think he is a better focal point than Simpson is. I Wait, don't do you, think that is Simpson's game. Do you think and, we, well, we definitely lose. I think we lose. If you start Simpson, then he's not as mobile as, as Apare and he's not going to tear around after no. the ball like Apare does, mm-hmm. which then we essentially, lose press. Y- yeah, exactly. And you almost gift, not gift, but you almost, well, yeah, gift the opposition that little bit more time mm-hmm. to settle and, so, yeah, I think you're right in that respect. I just but, think that if you could... Could you play them both together? Well, yeah, I wonder whether... That was good for about 10 minutes at Cheltenham. That was good for about 10 minutes, it? but but it, it's almost like the argument of it run, they run out of steam. 
yeah. there was a fantastic I think you have moment. to put, in order to do that, though, you would need to, it, to stay within the system that we're playing, Apre would need to come out onto the left. Mm. And that yeah. means you're you're taking out of, not out of the team necessarily, but that's where Sam's playing at the moment, isn't it? On the left or the right, and he's swapping around with whoever it is that's on the other side to him. Whether it's yeah, you'd have, you'd have to lose right, Sam, Pinnock or Bowie, right? Yeah. One of those has got to come out in order to fit both Apare and Simpson in. And I don't think you can... Maybe maybe Bowie is the is the one that you could, but you can't drop any of the others. I you can't, can't drop you can't Sam. Drop he's Bowie. the top goal scorer. Well, hang on a minute. You can't... He's out of the four or three. Sam's the only one that's going to score, really, at the minute. Sam, Sam, Sam's the scorer, so you can't drop him. Pinnock is the creator when he's on form so you can't drop him again um so that leaves you with well the only other one that you could drop to make sure that you kept Apare in the side with Simpson would be Bowie I, I don't so know. I make I a suggestion Charles you can know. are you going to change formation Danny no I'm not no because you can't do that why not well I'm not going to anyway um <laughs> Kizza central stick him up there give it give it a go yep that's a good like show. idea yeah even like even Taken away the apparatus left, whatever. Is it worth a go, do you think? Uh, it yeah, has it worked previously. Yeah, it's worked it's previously. Before, it? It's played there for Scotland. So where, where, who are loud. you playing then? So <laughs> what are you doing? Swap Just swapping him and Apare? Right? Yeah, yeah, you could do. Or? <laughs> or? Or who else is there? Who else have we got left? <laughs> Up front. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Sam Pinner's Sam Pinner's maybe behind him, or, or get Harvey Lintotti up there on the right. <laughs> Match him uh, put him up front. But no, oh, I, thought, I think all of this is like we're kind of coming away from the fact that it was a really good performance, and I, yeah, we're I, thought, I thought we were pretty yeah, we brilliant. Are. To be honest, I thought we were. We were fantastic. Like. I've not seen this type of football for ages and we've almost evolved it. I think I said it a couple of weeks ago, we've evolved what we've done in League Two to lead to, to put it in a League One setting and it seems to be even better than it was before, which is good because it's a level up. But it seems to be working really well. Like the pass and move is sometimes you just look, sat there thinking, is this really the Cobblers playing? Because it's mm. of course of what's come before, obviously. Um but I don't think it, we, I've ever seen a no, it's, team no, play it's, like this. Ever. Like some of the football like playing is phenomenal. And Wickham just gave us that space to do that. Um, and the annoying thing is to me is that Wickham are one of the poorer teams, that probably the poorest team I've seen this season. I didn't go to Cheltenham. You so didn't see would the have Cheltenham to, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Cheltenham, um, Cheltenham were poor. Yeah. Wickham were also poor. Yeah. I've got to say, I feel very relaxed watching them. I don't know whether... Yeah. you do yeah. guys it, like, I enjoy it I it's really enjoyable enjoy it. it's really enjoyable it's fantastic yeah. to watch and I just sit and I just think well if we lose there's nothing you can do you know because it's just so beautiful to see really top quality football We've there's stuff we can do we've talked about it you know we've got to sort out the goal scoring situation but my god if we go down playing this football then so be it because frankly, well, well, right. I, yeah. We're not going down. I hope like not. This. It's not happening because we will win more games than we lose, or we'll pick up more points playing this way for definite. It, there is absolutely no way that we're going down, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying that you can all you can all save it, clip it out, ready for you know when the inevitable happens. But playing like this, we are far better than at least four, if not oh, plenty no, 100%, more. Yeah, you know, I genuinely think we're. 
if we had that extra additional impactful loney or permanent up front, I think we'd make the playoffs. Well, do you know, I was going to At ask least. you, because you said this in, I think, the WhatsApp or the Slack, one of the one of the two, patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me, if you want to join that, by the way. Uh, keeps Never misses Danny, a chance. Keeps Danny in, uh, in, in nappies. Uh, I don't know Ooh, where I was going nappies. with that. Uh, Haribo, I should have said. Keeps Danny Maybe you want to tell us, Danny? <laughs> um, happened one time. But you, you said this, Neil, and actually it made me start thinking that, are we actually being a little bit negative or unambitious or uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like, are we, are we basically looking at it through cobbler's tinted specs as in going and saying, no, we can't possibly be that good. You know, it's almost like we can't admit it to ourselves that we are that good. And you're, I think you're right. I think had we gone and got, you know, another attacking option. I don't want to say a striker necessarily. It could Impactful just be another attacking option as well, right? Like it would have had to have been the right one mm-hmm. and we probably would have yeah. had to spend a bit of money and we know we haven't got any money and, and all that sort of thing and stuff. But that's how close we are. But uh, don't you think as well though on that, that, well, I know we've just had this conversation about how many times we've said it, but Simpson is one goal away from starting that chain reaction, right? And we are still Maybe only five, yeah, six I've... games in. Uh, if Simpson signs on deadline day, we're all cock a hoop, aren't we? Yeah. Like, yeah. Thinking he's the answer, that's it, you know, problem solved mm. kind of thing. Yeah. It's a fair point. And hopefully he does kick on. Like it's like maybe like saying earlier, maybe it is worth giving him Tuesday night against Oxford in the, in the Tim, Tim Pot trophy and just say, yeah, go on, just, just play with freedom and just like take the shackles off, have a go at them. You've not got another game of ten games, go and get, grab a couple of goals and get yourself confidence. because um, if we can get him firing, then that's the answer, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, you've got that- to I mean de- Bear in mind, you've got to play a certain number of first-team players, haven't you? Get him on players there. That have appeared or will appear in the first-team squad in the next Just to few say, weeks. What, what sparked that conversation about being close mm. was was from a Wickham fan, actually. He'd said on their forum, um, Northampton are a number nine away from being a very scary proposition, mm. and which then made me sit and think about it. And to your point that you made earlier, Charles, I... I in my 30 years watching 25, 20, however many years watching, <laughs> I forget how old I am, watching Cobblers, I've never Very seen old. <laughs> I've <laughs> never seen a team play with such purpose and such good football and look so good. I know it's very easy to sometimes, you know, in the past we've played nice stuff and we've looked nice. This is different. So I'd mm. go back to under Ian Sampson, like he was starting to get us to play some nice stuff. It wasn't on this level. Um, and, and and often in the past, it's been when we have had a different style. It's been it's not been dramatically different. They've just passed it a little bit because we've been mm-hmm. used to Keith Curl. Or, or do you know? What do, I mean? you remember, or, do you remember when Keith tried it for one game? Yeah. I can't remember which game was it. Lincoln away or something where we got two two. No, it just never yeah. happened again. It was so weird. Yeah. It just happened. Was it crew away? It might have been. It was. It was something yeah, where we got a result. Crew. I think, and it just yeah. never appeared again. <laughs> Yeah, just, you know, that was too much fun. <laughs> I think our, our, the way that we're playing um, is, is, I've said this last week about the fact that we were protecting Thompson at the back, but our defence is very, very strong, or, you know, albeit they're prone to leaking a couple of goals here and there, but we're not getting absolutely slaughtered, which I think shows that we've got a good defence. But I think 
the key is the midfield. There is something about our midfield at the moment that is just working. And I think... Mark Leonard. Yeah, Mark Leonard. Well, that's the thing. It is him. And, and it, it is, you can't just say it's one individual, but my God, I've never seen a player like this at if, the Cobblers. I really haven't. I think it's enough to say if he gets injured, we're completely buggered. Like, it's that oh, yeah. important These, to us. Yeah. Like, like I said it in These. the Euros when, um, so it was the, the World Cup, sorry, when Kira Walsh got injured for England. It's that important. Mm. It's like there's no one in that team who can do a job. People can try, like Sowerby will do a, do a role in there. But if Leonard gets injured, it's it's completely changes everything because he makes everything tick. He's such, he's, he's so He's been good. the best player so good. On, on the pitch every week, yeah. And, yeah. including the opposition. But, what but the he thing does... is, he also makes other players much better. Yes, Jack Saab was doing, yeah. you know, a lot of really good similar work to what Leonard was doing. Both of them were basically come back to be like deep lying, hadn't they, in the midfield? They were they were being the anchor man, basically Leonard on the right side and, and Saab on the left, and they were interchanging an awful lot. That was really, really good. And you can see that it's improving other players around, you know, sharing that's been talked about already, how he has um, had lots of, lot, you know, successful passes that are being played by him. Um, and, and you're getting an awful lot. Of... Well, as I tried it when he came on. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, he flew into a few challenges as well. He is essentially Mark Leonard on uh, a drug of some description. <laughs> <laughs> he's had too many Haribos before the game he can't help himself can he, he has yeah. to, it's almost like he has to lose the ball once just so he can go <laughs> chasing after it, it and fly into a two leg yeah brilliant <laughs> uh, absolutely love it but I, I do think that it, it, it's so much more than just about what Mark Leonard actually does himself with the ball and and also off the ball with his movement it's, it's how the whole of the team then actually react and and play because of that the one criticism that I still think I have is that there are and I hate saying this because I got really annoyed on Saturday because there was some bloke behind me well behind all of us that that kept using the word forward a lot right and I even got to the point where one at one point he'd said something like uh get it forward and then just get it in the box or something and it was the point when I think Sherring actually did whip the ball in and I was actually hoping that we didn't score from it just because to prove that he was right I didn't want him to prove everybody right or be right do you know what I mean but it's your fault the, we lost my fault um but there were times, I think we've talked about it before, you could see Bowie, Hoskins, Pinnock making runs that just weren't being spotted, it Bruff felt like. I well. mean, yeah, bro it, it just yeah. That the chance that Bruff has early on, for example, it doesn't happen again all game. Now I'm not suggesting that exactly the same chance will always happen multiple times, but it was like we never really looked to try and do that again. And you sort of think, well, why not? You've got a man that, over. I think that's where the, the mixing it up a little bit is important. Because obviously what we're doing is, is trying to keep the ball, pull them out of position, take advantage of the space. And if it's not worked, come backwards, keep hold of the ball, try again down the other side, keep essentially, you know, pretty modern football these days, isn't it? Mm. Um, basically, you're trying to pull them out of position with passing and take advantage of that. Sometimes it's okay to play a through ball or a diagonal or, or do you know what I mean? So, cause I agree. I spotted there was a few great runs and actually 
the ball had just been clipped over or whatever and stuff, then they'd have been... Yeah. So, yeah, I, I spotted that as well. I think that's a really good point. The one thing I would say about the difference between uh, Saturday last week and Saturday this Saturday um, is that we were guilty of not doing enough in the final third, which we've talked about and we know, but we were also guilty more so at Cheltenham of overcomplicating really simple stuff. And I kind of think that's where that conversation falls in as well, because there were occasions where the simple pass that would have made it really easy, I know football's not easy, but would have made it easier to move forward sometimes isn't given. But that's because, like Neil said, they're trying to pull people out of position and the best way to do that is to almost fool the defence. And I think that's where that lies. But I think we've got to have a balance of doing that and doing it well but also then picking out a really simple pass sometimes is actually the most effective thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be back in a moment with your three word reviews. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers for Me. We're talking about the Cobblers' defeat at home to Wickham on Saturday. I think the general consensus is that we played outstandingly well, considering we lost the game. Um, and I think, to be fair, your three-word reviews that you left us on Twitter after the game on Saturday kind of sum it up really, really well. Rob Duncan said, frustrating, 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 um, which I think it probably is the best three-word review to describe that game. Um, Gareth said, lost playing well. Um, Dan Darwood, goalkeeping faux pas. I think just like John Brady, we kind of want to just scoot over that a little bit. Yes, it was a mistake, but he's a kid. Move on. He's a kid. Yeah, move on. As Jeffy said in the first part, it's uh, Lee Burgeon goal. That doesn't happen, I don't think. But there you go. Simon Jones said one thing missing. I think that's what we've been alluding to in the first part of the pod. Um, Kim says need to finish which I, I agree. Please Christmas, stand. very frustrating afternoon. Johnny Bayliss, clinical attacker needed. Uh, lots of ones about it being frustrating. Uh, Rita said, very entertaining football, and then followed it up with, but well, didn't put but, but it was nothing went in. Mm. <laughs> it just worked quite well, but it was one after the other there. Uh, Thomas said, huffed and puffed. Uh, Phil Kirby, errors cost wins. Um, I think in this case, it we've only had one draw. season. 
one all yeah. season. It's very easy, isn't it? A goalkeeper makes a mistake, it's a goal. Striker misses a shot. Technically, the game's going to win nil-nil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Sir Penny said, learn to score. I, I think, in a way, that's a bit harsh as well because we have scored goals this season. Yeah, it's not, not like with Cheltenham. Yeah. Um, Bless him. The Orton Cobbler went with second best today. Did he watch it? <laughs> if or you could see it? the reaction that these three guys <laughs> had. What game it. was he watching? Yeah, what, what uh, game were you watching? <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and say that it's basically because we lost and the actual thing that matters is that we didn't score and they did or and therefore we was lost. He at the maybe maybe get battered by the barbarians. Maybe <laughs> there was supposed to be a full stop, like second full stop. Best today. I'm not sure that makes any more sense. <laughs> no, I don't think that works either, Danny. I'll be no, because we finished second in the match, but we were best today. <laughs> ah, I'm with you. But second stop. Best today. Like best Michael today. Carlin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Taylor um, said, made needless fouls. This leads me on a little oh, bit to the referee. even. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because I got in the car after the game and I started listening to the post-match, you know, bit on Radio Northampton. I rewound it on BBC Sounds back to five o'clock. So I heard the whole hour, you know, fancy car. Indeed. We're doing well, this podcast lark, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Danny. (laughs) It was interesting because the first thing that I heard was that... it was Tim Oglethorpe just wrapping the game up as the players were coming off the pitch. And he signed over to, or handed over back to Jake Sharp, who almost immediately came the boos from the crowd. I mean, I was one of them that booed the referee and the linesman off the pitch um, at the end of the game. And Jake said something along the lines, and I'm paraphrasing here, he said, and here come the boos for the referee. Which is strange because I thought he was all right and didn't really have that much of an impact on the game. (laughs) (laughs) Now, football is a game of opinions and we're all entitled to one, but uh, at no point have I ever thought to myself, I have watched a completely different game to Jake Sharp until that day. Because Was he being sarcastic? Well, maybe, well, maybe, maybe I'd missed out on the, you know, the context of it. From yeah, the maybe it's just being sarcastic. But I did think to myself, the referee on Saturday seemed to just seem to give fouls for winning the ball. That one that Jack Sowerby nicks the ball quite clearly off of the attacker, and yet somehow it's a free kick. No idea. I have watched it back three times on iFollow. He definitely just gets the ball. And uh, nothing else. I'll tell you what's wrong with this referee. Because as you, as have all of you, we have sat and watched the Cobblers and we've sat and watched rubbish referees for however many years. Between us, it's 100 years between the four of us, right? At least. Now, it is the same as being a teacher when you're a supply teacher and you show one sign of weakness. And as soon as you show a sign of weakness, the kids are all over you. Now, this is what happens. If you don't show them who's boss and show a yellow card early doors for something silly and tell th- those players on the pitch, 
exactly what you're there for and that you're going to take no nonsense, you lose all control of a football game immediately. And that is what happened. End of story. He was not a very good referee. It was nonsense. And he lost control of the game. Done. Bored it, it was weird. I, 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 he was just wildly inconsistent. Yeah, that's yeah. A foul. No, no, yeah. he wasn't. He, he wasn't just wildly inconsistent. He was incompetent. He was awful. <laughs> he was a bloody idiot. He didn't know what he was doing. He's and a he should bloody be, idiot. A bloody idiot. He should be sacked, and he's useless. But he'd give a foul. <laughs> but he'd give a foul. For like an innocuous challenge, and then the sa- yeah. the very same sort exactly of challenge the same challenge. Yeah. Five minutes later, nothing. It, yeah. it was it just made and two minutes injury time in the first half is was ridiculous because they were time yeah. wasting after they scored from from the, the off bit, basically. He is the type of referee that I absolutely hate. Now I, I I could forgive mistakes being happened. Obviously, we we forgive the fact that you know Apare missed the sitter. Hoskins, Bruff, all of those chances that should have gone flying in the back of the net, right? We we forgive and forget, right? And I I do the same with with referees. However, he is he was clearly the type of referee that was just about himself. I'm I'm the more important one here. This is me. He waved people away. He would give a free kick, and and the players would go, "What that? What's that for?" And instead of going. Well, it's because you fouled him, you pulled his shirt, or whatever it was. You know, he would just go, "Go away." That's the the type of person that he is. It's just a power trip. The only Wait, reason it- that that guy is a referee is probably because he was bullied at school, and now he wants to get back at him. I'm, I'm going it all in on him. I don't know what his name is, it's but Tom I, Reeves. The, the, Tom there Reeves, you go, Tom Reeves, Mister Reeves, <laughs> Neil. Uh, <laughs> brother of Martin clearly uh, dreadful the reason why I hate him A because he was incompetent like Danny said but also he's a sort of referee look there was nothing major major there wasn't like one glaring incident where you'd be no. like oh my lord there was loads of little niggly things and those are the sort of referees that fall under the radar a little bit they're just continuously incompetent and haphazard with their decision making but there's never anything major for them like I think we Possibly should have had a penalty, but it wasn't Stonewall penalty. You could you could sort of argue. I think there were three way, that we could have potentially yeah. had. There was a handball that was very close, and I can understand why the referee doesn't give it. There was Hoskins goes down, and actually, one thing that I will say here, Sam, if you're listening, is. Stay on your feet and have a shot for goodness' sake. He was looking sake. for it, wasn't he? That's the, that's absolutely yeah. For it, yeah. And the and the thing that annoys me with that actual decision is that booking for diving, because yeah. actually the decision to be made there was: is it a penalty or is it not, or is it a dive? Those are the only two. It's a binary choice, and the referee gave a goal kick, and he should have been set if he wasn't going to give the penalty then he should have given Sam a, a yellow card because actually it wound me up that more than anything else that day yeah. that and Sam had chosen to look to take the contact. I think maybe it was either Mitch again or maybe Apare who was again closer Simpson, to the Sen- Simpson. Yeah. He could have either taken... Have it across. It was two, we yeah, had two on taken two. Taken shot or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and two on two. He chose to basically look for the touch, which he got, and he goes down. But in that yeah. case... 
book him for diving if you don't believe it's a pen or give the penalty. And it, it really wound me up. And the other one was Pinnock. Didn't he get poleaxed? And it was, that was actually a uh, yeah, yeah, stonewall yeah. penalty. Yeah, he did, Anywhere yeah. else, that's a free kick. In the manner of balance, what I would say... We'll have no balance here, Jeffy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but gen- genuinely the on the manner of balance, this is about a wider issue, isn't it? This is the issue in, in the fact that we need to be training and developing referees ability to a better standard to make it better because actually this is not just about the one human being we're talking about in this game on Saturday whilst we feel that he was incompetent it's <coughs> about the whole standard of refereeing oh, it's overall, needs yeah. to improve yeah and he so was, it's not just one human well it yeah. also in the interest of balance and I will say that as well um, Holly balance, maybe. Um, he <laughs> he was awful for both teams as well. There was some Absolutely decisions. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some it's, right. it's the same for Wickham as it was for us. Yeah, yeah some decisions as they got was just as bad as ours, yeah. and or, or the way around. It was it was just a general incompetent game from him. And we're playing a worse team when that could happen because they they clicked on straight away. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. the type of team that they haven't evolved at all from Ainsworth ball at all. They're, they're exactly the same no. as they were in Ainsworth. They're shit house. They time waste. They're even singing about. Time wasting, weren't they? Like, like they're proud yeah. of time wasting. Like, we know what we, we, know, what we, we know what we are. Yeah, and like they know exactly Sad what they are. Sad state of affairs. <laughs> if you're a Wickham fan, and you're in that situation. And you, you just like to think that you've got away from it when you leave League Two, that kind of thing. Because we've been there in so many games in League Two where we've we've lost one nil to a shithousing team that have come and wound the referee and they've got him under their middle finger and the middle finger, little finger, um, <laughs> <laughs> got him under their middle finger. Um, That's a whole different ball game, that Danny. It is, yeah. <laughs> we've all been there. Um, <laughs> And just yeah, it, 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 there's nothing. But like you said earlier, Neil, they 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 seem like a lead two team in terms of quality and also the, just the shit house through the style. It was awful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, awful. well, wait yet, until we go to the end of October, Danny, and I'm sure you will find that that was tame. I've got one more thing on on the game yesterday, if I may. On Saturday, on. sorry, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, Richard Keogh. Which I was going to say about this. Wonder how his arm is. Who cares? Wonder how his arm is today. He he, oh. he was winding me up. He throughout the game he was winding me up. He was I kept having a go at our players, sticking his big ugly face in their faces and getting in the. He's a right ugly guy, isn't he? And he I was do. just you know real annoying. And then when he got injured and didn't want to come off and had his little tantrum. Oh, brilliant! Perfect. I do was think brilliant. that arm was slightly dislocated though. I d- no, do you know what? At well, first, I, care, I said, I, I went, oh, I think he's dislocated his, <laughs> they, they his arm there. They put it back there. in. But actually, in. well, no, because no, well, this was the thing, right? It was that I kept my eye on it and they didn't. Did they I, I, I was, no, all they did literally was have him lie down and they were just kept, he kept talking into his walkie-talkie and doing all this to physio <laughs> and they just kept him lying there for ages. And all it was was just to let Wickham regroup. That was mm. all it was, because everybody went over to the touchline, didn't for they? The ages, whole Wickham yeah, team, yeah, ages, they were over yeah. there for absolutely ages. And then they got up, he stood up, and he did this little like, oh, I'm going to put my arm up in the air, point to the sky, point to the west stand, point to the floor, <laughs> that thing. And the bobbing up. Why the bobbing up, exactly. <laughs> it was convenient then, timing, for wasn't the it? Because we were well <laughs> on top. Uh, and, then, and then, yeah, he gets told... First of all, the referee... Actually, one thing the referee did do, right? Which was make oh, yeah. him go yeah. off on the touchline as opposed to it where, you know, the side of the pitch... Didn't want to, did yeah, he? Gets, he didn't want to. No, because he wanted to waste a bit more time because he knew full well that he was just 
cheating, right? Yeah. That's what it was. It was cheating. Well, they did that a lot. And then, and then to get subbed was just a joy. It felt like you it, it, it was one of those, isn't it? When somebody, you know, some little shit is really winding you up, but you can't do anything about it. It's absolutely nothing. And then karma hits them. Just bang. Nothing you've done about it. It, it was beautiful. I it was, absolutely loved it. Was it was very, not quite on the same level, but it was very Kevin Van Bean, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, let's go through some more of these. Um, Incidentally, by the way, sorry, I'm Richard Keogh. They're actually better when he went off. MK Cobbler said, uh, he's, he just Danny, before you jump on this, um, he, he put something in just to provide a bit of context. I think beforehand he put, I'm sure this podcast loved it, but no cutting edge. I mean, I didn't love mm. the no cutting edge. No, I mean, I think we did have a, the, 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 my view, the way I look at cutting edges, are you creating chances and are you, we, cre- we had a lot of shots and created a lot of chances. So there was a cutting edge. There was just no end product. Fair point. Didn't, we didn't. But, so I think there was a cutting edge and we did. We, we were attacking and we created a lot of chances. We just didn't score. That is true. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna read this one out. It's from uh, Steve Corrigan, who is a Cosa. Wiccan Wanderers fan. Oh, uh, no. He replied, oh, no. now bear in mind, bear in mind, I always ask, um, let's have... Your three-word review for that performance today, NTFC fans, right? I'm very specific that I am asking Cobblers fans for their three-word reviews. There's right? a few Wiccan fans in there, weren't there, actually? This yeah, one. I did There see were this. a few. I ignored most of them because, you know, I didn't ask you. But this is what this is what Steve <laughs> said. He put, Daddy, you're going to love it. Have a field day with this one, right? Mm. He put, you're absolutely dreadful. No, get out, now, banned. Exactly. First. And I did reply saying, No one asked you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> how can you how could you watch that and think your team is dreadful? There's a few though. Uh, yeah, there's a few yeah, a few Wiccan fans on there. Must be on a there wind were up. a few. I don't mind. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I mean, what, wind up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um who else we got? Uh Colin said dominant but toothless. Kevin said goals win games. On on Kevin's point here, goals win games. Obviously, he's correct. You've got to score to win a game, right? I get that. But what would you prefer? Would you prefer Keith Curl nope. style that we had, or this? This, this, this. Right? And I'm absolutely certain that every single person that watched or watches the Cobblers would say exactly the same. Oh, well, you say that some people genuinely only do care about the result. But surely they care in, you know, I don't think Keith they do. Curl I think in League One. We didn't get any results. We were awful. I agree totally. Keith and, Curl in and League One. And in order one, to score, you've got to have the ball. <laughs> Keith Curl in League One were never meant supposed to meet, were they? That was a cruel twist of fate. No, it was never supposed to happen. A cruel twist of fate. This was one... Um, this is one uh, Wiccan fan that I did decide not to ignore who put, we committed robbery. I liked um, that one. I saw that one. It was nice. Um, yeah, so many Wiccan fans. It's hard. Um, Robert Butcher was another one who said goals win games. Ironic, um, by the way, there were so many Wiccan fans, but they couldn't sell out their tickets. Mm, there you go. Um, David Rutt said toothless up 
top. Melvin Barnes said lacking final third. Joanne Harrison said confidence lacking keeper, which um, obviously in reference to Max Thompson. Uh, Linda Smith said no cutting edge. Chris, Chris, every week I like this. Go on, Chris. 15th stays up. Thank you, there Chris. There we go. Um, Lee Wade. I'm going to finish on this one. I know that there's plenty more here. Go on, um, Wadey. I'm going to finish with Lee Wade, who just simply put joy to watch. Agreed. Mm. Well done. Yeah. Is that just so his, his movie list that he's got to he's got to catch up on? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. Say. One film or one film only. Yeah. There you go. That's the one. Um, so there you go. I, I think that those were... I think they were pretty fair in all. There's a couple of, there's always a couple, aren't there, that see it differently. And, and, you know, I appreciate we've all got different opinions on the games, which is absolutely fine. But if you're a Wickham fan replying to us, go away. Nobody asked you. Leave us alone. Uh, <laughs> um, Leave us alone. Leave us Leave alone. Leave us alone, you bloody bullies. Just before we take another break, uh, there was a little bit of news released just before the game, which is that Lee Burge has becomes uh, has become the club's first her game to player ambassador. Um, Lee will be working with Heidi, who is um, the her game to ambassador for Northampton Town Football Club, uh, and Lee will be advocating that very very good cause. Um, by basically, you know, being the person that will stand up from within the club on the playing staff and say, yes, it's her game too. Go on, Lee. Go on, Lee. Well done. Well Well done. done. Wasn't um, uh, Richard O'Donnell was the first player, wasn't he? Um, Rochdale. Richard O'Donnell did it with uh, Rochdale, Mm. didn't he? Um, Richard O'Donnell, by the way, moved on to, where's he gone? Blackpool. How was he? Um, With um, Lynn who else went to Blackpool this week? Bez, wasn't it? Bez Labala. Bez, Bez no, Labala. Bez Labala left, left Blackpool. Left oh, we left Blackpool. Blackpool. Sorry, where did he go? He went Gone to Burton. Yeah, Burton. 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 yeah, yeah, Burton. Yeah. Um, and Bez. So there you go. Um, we'll take another quick break and we'll be back after these wonderful, wonderful messages. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to it's all cobblers to me uh i'm really sorry it wasn't a long enough break for neil to go and have a smoke but he may well get up in a moment and go and do it anyway he's just made the signal we all saw it neil even if the people no, that wasn't the smoke signal oh hello <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant um sorry, okay Jeffy. the transfer window slammed shut 
on Friday night. It was a quiet one for the cobblers. Well, he um, slammed, did it? No, no, well, not for us. It, it was more of a meek, oh, just shut that, but don't wake anybody up, please. <laughs> yeah, pull the blind <laughs> too. <laughs> just get the curtains drawn and go to bed. Turn the big light off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bloody bush was um, freezing as well. I was, I was promised something. <laughs> I was promised and you, and a sign was Emergency missing. leak. Emergency, yeah, emergency leak. leak. Carrot went missing. Don't know where that's gone. Oh, Maybe dear. that was what happened. Nothing. Maybe we couldn't find the carrot. That was why. That's why. It's a bit like that time David Cardoza lost his pen. Remember that? Was that <laughs> yeah. Dean Cox? I can't remember who it was. <laughs> yes. <now. laughs> uh, oh, uh, fabulous. Never speak his name again. And Bristol Rovers Australia. lost something, didn't they, as well? Uh, um, Jeff, you'll love this one. Oh, um, they were trying to sign Johnson Clark Harris. Um, and there was some sort of, they didn't get their paperwork done in time, so they missed out. The bloody slugs. Oh, shame. That's By the way, because their fans on Twitter were yeah. loving life. Can I just also say that there is some kind of beautiful part of the universe happening at the moment because it's like the gods are on our side because <laughs> we're here i'm pointing up towards the sky listeners and bristol rivers are not there it's good <laughs> it's fun um makes living in the west country great fun i bet it does yeah um i mean it's fun anyway. i know that it wasn't the only one of those i know this isn't league one but um luke armstrong it was an yes. outside for wrexham both both clubs in fairness announced it on the friday evening uh, Wrexham welcoming Luke and Harrogate saying goodbye to him only for the next morning the EFL to turn around and go no sorry you didn't get everything to us in time so <laughs> he's still a, a Harrogate player and so both the clubs have to kind of player, backtrack well it is I mean the player in it you yeah I mean when you think to yourself that that player is you know excited for a new challenge he's obviously excited for the you know the extra zeros on his paycheck at the end of every month if he's going to Wrexham of course that'll be a big part of it as well and then for it to not happen you know your head's going to be a bit all over the place you got I mean, kids as I'd, well it'd be awful yeah the only way that I could the only thing that I can relate it back to is a long long time ago now um I got offered a job and um literally the friday before i was due to start you know the following monday or tuesday i think it was a bank holiday weekend the company i was going to go and work for went into administration and so therefore there was no job for me to go to on the monday now in this situation that i'm talking about i'd already left the job that i'd been in previously so i was completely out of it and that felt awful at least players get to just stay at the club that they were at at the start but that that might even be even more awkward because you you t- you've said your goodbyes to a it was lovely playing with you boys thanks very much for having me it's been a lovely time i'll see you when we play you in the next uh, few few weeks and months or whatever and then all of a sudden you're rocking back up to training the next day just going oh yeah still here mm. do you want to be my friend still it must be difficult you know, from a player's yeah. point of view he, um, but he, he owns he, a coffee shop as well, doesn't he, Luke Armstrong? Does he? Yeah. Betty's? No, no, not Betty's, no. In, oh, in Durham or somewhere. A rival. I don't know yeah. Oh, okay. A rival to Betty's. Fun fact about Luke Armstrong. Armies. Armies. No, it's just called, um, it's called, um, <laughs> called number Luke 10. Armstrong. It's called number 10, of course it is. I mean, Game it in, does point towards the fact that why can't why why do clubs leave it so late? You know, you've got know, all of this time. You know, the, the, when's it open? Is it June the first or July the first? The transfer window July opens. I mean, got plenty of time. 
We've got loads of time. So why leave it to the very last minute to actually secure the deal? I mean, this is this is actually why I don't quite understand why we're so het up about, you know, the day as a whole. Because you look at it and go, yes, okay, this time around we wanted somebody else in. We wanted to get a striker. But, you know, as I can't remember. I think it might have been Danny. You said it earlier. We want the right person. Yeah, we would have. You know, we would have um, in the past just panicked and got Yangy. You know, Yangy, oh, that's, that's fair enough. Yeah, maybe we did panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe not so distant future um, past it was, but yeah, yeah, Bless we would have. Oh, Teddy, I still I think, think we got the wrong that... one. By the way, yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I, I, yeah, I just, you know. I look at it and I think to myself, there will have been targets and it's rumoured that... Um, I, I, remind me of his surname, please, Danny. Admiral went to Exeter instead after they sold Sam Nombe on. Um, yeah, let's just call Man- him Ad- Admiral. Man- um, Admiral, Admiral um, Muscoe. Yeah. Muscoe? Muscoe. 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 Oh. Is that capital? Capital letters capital, at the end capital, of the sentence? All capitals yeah. with three exclamation marks. Good. Um, so we were tracking him though, all Neil. summer. That's He was one of our big targets and X to go and sell. Um, is it Sam Nombe? Did he go to Rotherham, yeah, I Nombe. think? Mm-hmm. Nombe. Sold him for like 900 grand, didn't they? Yeah. And uh, they obviously then had a little bit of extra money to give to uh, Admiral. And uh, he went there instead of coming to us. But I mean, it's... It's one of those, I get the fact that, you know, sometimes a player needs to go out, there needs to be like a, a, a domino effect in order for, you know, you to get your your player in. But I, I just kind of think, well, you've got all this time. <laughs> Why leave it until the last minute when you're risking, especially when it's that late, you know, like the, the Johnson, Clark, Harris and the Luke Armstrong deals. You're just asking for trouble, aren't you, really, to be fair? But anyway. It's all for the documentary, isn't it? For Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. You're probably drama. Um, How do you think the transfer window, just to bring it back to us, how do you think it's gone overall? Are, are you happy with the the way that it's panned out? I know we've, we've talked about how we wanted somebody else in. Is that going to be the... I'm you know, going to be the world? Controvert- I don't know whether it's controversial or whether it's just... My opinion, I don't know. You can tell me whether it's controversial. I actually think the window was far less important than the retention of those players that we had last year. Okay, you can argue, and it's important, I think, to argue that bringing Bowie and Leonard was crucial. But actually, let's just park the transfer window in terms of signings. This is the first time in three decades, I believe, that we've gone up a level and retained the skeleton of a squad and been able to retain that with the manager that we've got. And that, I think, is far bigger of an issue than signing, I think. Yeah, for me, the major thing that's had an impact on this transfer window has been the injuries that we're basically carrying over from last year. Um, Tyler McGlaw, I don't think... If he's if he's not injured now, 
we we probably don't go in and get Manny Monfe. I don't think he comes to the club. So therefore, there's one set of wages, one part of the budget there to be used at the top end of the pitch, right? Which is where I think we all agree we're kind of a little bit unbalanced and and we're sort of bottom heavy in a way. Um, Danny, what did you say about... Manny Monte on the game on Saturday. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I love what, what was it you said? I, I was admiring his boots. His boots were amazing, but it didn't quite look right. It felt like he just found them in the lost property. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it was about them. It just it felt like he just picked them up some somewhere. It's like he's lost his boots, but he suddenly had to go and borrow them from someone else. Are they a little bit flashy? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it me? just feels like he, he's he's the type of character that would have like just solid black boots. Looks a little bit too flashy See, for old Manny. But Sean I enjoyed Williams it. has got so, just plain black boots, and it yeah, looks I think like they've a swapped. proper throwback. I feel it's, like they're swapped yeah. for a laugh. <laughs> Same size feet, so they just go and do it. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. I love that. No, I, I do think that you know that's been part of our problem. Also, if you look at just how many wing backs have we got, we've got like six. It's incredible the amount of wing backs that we've ended up with. Keith Kerr will tell you, you can never have too many wingbacks. <laughs> Keith has got a lot of airtime this episode. <laughs> he has. Uh, <laughs> he'll be loving it. Evening, um, Keith, if you're listening. I just, I, I mean, I try and... What I'm trying to do is... I've seen an awful lot online people saying that, essentially, John Brady hasn't been backed in the transfer window by the board and I don't want to say that they're wrong but I also don't want to say that they're right I I think that there's context is being ignored by those people I think and it's things like you know having to fill the gap that Tyler McGlaw leaves that Danny Hilton leaves as well you know that's another major major chunk of the budget being used currently on a player who is, you know, unavailable. Um, And it's frustrating that, I mean, that's the word of the episode really, isn't it? It's frustrating that, that that is the case, but therefore we're having to go in and bring players in to plug gaps that aren't completely empty. If that makes sense, you know, some, Hopefully, I, I believe Hilton will be back November, December. Um, and Tyler McGlore <laughs> might be back. Well, we'll wait and see, Danny. Uh, and Tyler McGlore, I think, is going to be January, February time, maybe, if we're lucky. Could be even longer than that, though, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so it's almost like we've got we've to plug gaps in the short term as opposed to, you know, we've actually got the money there because there's no one there at the moment, if that makes sense. We're essentially giving wages to two people for one position, if that makes sense. Yeah, in, for, in more than one position as well. In more than yeah. one position, yeah, exactly. But Plus, also- there's also the fact that we've obviously brought back Leonard and, and Bowie and, and neither of those will have you know been paid any less. It'll definitely be more that they're now getting from us whether that's in a you know a contribution to their wages or as a a loan fee to their parent clubs um 
And then you've got the players that have signed new deals. You know, Sam Hoskins signing a new deal this week. That's crucial. Last week. Absolutely crucial. Definitely, Jeffy. He deserves that new contract. Money. Obviously, we need to get him to a testimonial year, which Come he on. will now receive. Can't wait for that. Danny's going to be the mascot. I'm um, going to make sure of it. <laughs> yeah, we need that. to make sure Danny and... is the mascot on that game. <laughs> that has got to um, be happening. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash comments to me. We'll just keep the money aside. <laughs> we'll do and a we'll crowdfunder. Be no, because he'll just he'll phone in from Zoom again like he did last time. <laughs> uh, that would be lovely. Um, I, I Yeah, I just want that to be you know, recognized in a sense, whereas it, it doesn't seem to be happening. I understand what people are saying and why they're frustrated by the fact that there is still, you know, a gap in terms of the squad up at the top end, whether it's as a striker or as a, a number 10 attacking midfielder role, um, whichever of those that Brady thinks is, is needed most. I understand that there's frustration that we still haven't managed to get that in. But I don't think it's fair to say that they've not been backed. Mm. And nor do I think it's right that... Because this is the other thing, and this is what my question, where I'm going with this, is that if we've got a budget and that budget has been used... Do you want us to take the risk financially and risk the financial security of the whole club by extending that budget? Or do you just want it to, no, 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 look, like Neil said earlier, this could be a really, really good team. We're just maybe lacking that one piece of the jigsaw. Curl's in my head now, but... uh, just go and do what needs to be done to make that happen and sod the consequences of it. Where, yeah. where do you guys stand with that? I mean, I personally, I'm not sure. I, I think I kind I, of, it's, it's so hard to tell what's going on. Isn't it? like, you can't say that Kelvin's not backed him in the transfer window. If you can't take into account the fact that players like Sam's got new contracts, you've got all the contracts happened last year. Um, you've got the, the loanies coming back, like you say, and it, it's probably more like a mix of both is that we've only got a certain amount we can spend, but at the same time, we're also being a little bit hesitant and not going out and buying anyone willy nilly. Now, willy nilly was on trial at some point. I'm reliably informed, but <laughs> we're just not going to go and be silly about it. And if the if the right players that aren't coming, or if whatever happened with the with the, um, the lad from Luton happens, it happens. It's probably happened a few times over the summer, but we're not going to go and be silly about it. Um, they, you know, let's go and get a free a free agent. That's what I say. Free agents still come, can't they? Yeah, me and Sean yeah, were talking about this. Yeah, I've got a yeah. list, Charles. Do you want a list? I've, got, I've just pulled up. I, I always love a Danny list. Yeah, go on. here we go. Forwards on the free agents list. Alfredo Morelos, get him in. How about that? How about just that? for the name, frankly, the name. that's a great name. Yeah. Andre I mean, Gray. I just, Andre before Gray, you continue. Yeah. Oh, my word. Uh, I'm, I'm out of interest, Danny. Is it, <laughs> if this was a goalkeeper that you were looking for, would you be putting David De Gea on it? Yes, Yes, yeah, okay. cool. right. <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of list. Yeah, yeah. Right, fine. Now we know. Yeah, Al- let's carry a- on. Ailton Boamorte, son of Lewis, of course. Get him in. Andre Ayew. Andre Ayew, bit of that. Is he out of contract? Apparently so. Yeah. I thought he was going to come forward to ask comments me. We'll get him in. <laughs> uh, who else? Steven Jovatic, get him in. Jesse, oh, Jesse, nice. the, Jesse, the former Stoke 
player is out of contract that, apparently oh right Get okay i thought she was sat here but okay <laughs> uh, who else have we got uh karma brilliant brilliant sorry oh yeah don't know who it is no uh, no uh who else have we got ronan curtis Get him in. I thought that was going to be Ronan Keating. Ronan Keating. Like, I was going to say, get him in. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't want that, Charles. <laughs> Connor Wickham. There's one. Connor Wickham. There's a realistic one. There you go. Connor Wickham. Forest Green, wasn't he? Yeah. But yeah, 30 years old, I believe. Connor Wickham. There you go. Would yeah. you? <laughs> That's a different <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> There's another one I read. Danny, I don't know if he's on your list. Yeah, go on. Lyle Taylor. Yeah, I saw that. Is he? Yeah. Oh, guys, come on. He but, he would have been on about twenty oh, yeah. grand a week. Twenty grand not, a week, well, right? Yeah. To an, yeah. God, about, we can we give you five hundred pound a week <laughs> and free Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> Went there for the first time, by the way, the other day. Very nice. Nice chicken. Oh, good. Uh, junior toilet. Yep. Fix the toilet. How That's old is he now? He 33. must be about ninety-seven. Only thirty-three. Only thirty-three. Yeah, only thirty-three. Slightly like a car, probably only about 26. (laughs) 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 Dominic Samuel. Who? Dommy Dommy Sams. Chris Martin. Chris Martin, there you go. He only plays in yellow. play, yeah. There we go. I'm done. That'll do. But the point is, there's players out there. Let's go and get one. Just for just for sits and giggles at this point. The problem is they've got a fit. They've got a fit. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it will take them about three things. months to get up to fitness at this point as well. Yeah, well, yeah that's, the, that's and, the biggest issue with it. Is it's end up with Danny Hilton again? Yeah. Well, that's I mean, it, and that's like Conor Wickham's a bit like that sort of signing, isn't it? Mm. And he's he's never been prolific. I looked through his Wikipedia earlier today. Somebody else his, his Wikipedia. His Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah. And he's never been massively prolific. I mean. Uh. I don't really see him fitting in with our style but of play. To, like you're never going to get someone a free agent that's been consistently prolific, because otherwise they probably wouldn't be a free agent. But that that takes me back to the whole David de Gea thing because that surprises me that he's a free agent. I mean, essentially, he left Man United because they wanted to reduce the amount of money that they were paying him, and you know, just I'm going to yes, I'm going to do this right, but I'm going to. Uh, take a rumour that we mentioned last week on the pod, which was that Aaron McGowan off to, to Tranmere. I saw somebody put a, I think it was on the hotel end, um, said something about how essentially because Aaron McGowan got given a extended contract in last season, he'll have been obviously given more money for that extension as well. And that therefore, and I th- I'm paraphrasing here, but we inflated by inflating his wages we've inflated his ego and therefore he wouldn't sign for Tranmere because the money wasn't good enough i'm paraphrasing it wasn't quote that long paraphrase in it uh but essentially that's the only reason why david de has not got a club is because you know his wage demands are too high now he's completely you know the transfer window shut he may well turn around and be like, oh, actually. Are you suggesting we get David De Gea? <laughs> get him no, because we've got Lee Burge. No, we've got Lee Burge. Is this where you're I, going with this? If he was, if he was a striker of that kind of calibre, all I'm saying he, is that he would probably take less wages now else because he's out of work completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I mean right, yeah. by it, is that now yeah. that the transfer window's closed, they're going to take a, a smaller offer than they were yeah. when they were thinking, oh, no, somebody will come in for me. Well, yeah, nobody okay. has. So Makes, makes sense. 
There you go. I, I think Connor Wickham is probably the most likely name on that I've seen. But that's, but that's, that's like the point, isn't it? You're like you're you're, yeah. you're thinking bringing Connor Wickham now. You think is it really worth it at this point? No, that's I don't. Not, think is it? So. I don't think we'll do. It. I don't think we'll be silly billies. I don't I think, think essentially you imagine like imagine if we started with a strike force of Connor Wickham and Danny Hilton. <laughs> It'd yeah. be a distinct lack of pace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I, it was the it was the only thing that I completely and utterly agreed with that Terry Angus said on the radio post match on on Saturday, which was that striker is the hardest position mm, to try and go and that. fill. Yeah. Um everything else he said, I God knows, but yeah, friend of the pod, Terry Angus, been on. Go and listen to his episode. It was great. But everything he said on Saturday, apart from that about striker being the hardest position to fill, was well, it is unless you've got unless you're happy to go and spank a fair amount of like transfer fee on yeah someone and wage is... and wage yeah of course but mm. like you, you know you take the the blue lot their their model is spank a transfer fee on someone in the lower leagues and then try and sell him on four. Some of them are going to miss which a lot of their players. They do miss with, um, mm. but you've got to be able to have the capital capital to do that first. Right. Yeah. That's it. And to be you've fair, that, like, that is kind risk. of what we're doing. Right. I mean, you look at, I mean, maybe not with the, you know, transfer fee side of it, but you know, I reckon Harvey Lintot was, was that kind of pedigree, yeah. you know, Get him in, make him a better player. He's really young. If he if he does reach his potential, loads of money in the bank. Sam Shering will be exactly the same. You know, yeah. in fact, you know, if if we do any other piece of business between now and January, that would be the one thing that I'd like to see is Shering get an extension. Yeah, um, you know, I would, I would, and sign Connor Wickham. <laughs> yeah, I would argue that um, our transfer window. My view to it is that we are just about above where we thought we would be, maybe budget-wise, in comparison to what the table now reflects. Now, it is incredibly early because we're only a few games in, but the pattern seems to be that we're we're just above at the moment where we should we should be in our in what our, our heads are saying. Right, we think we should probably sit about eighteenth, nineteenth, and that will be okay this year. And that's kind of where all of us were saying at the beginning of the season, just stay above relegation, that'll do. If we're above that, then the advantage that we've got, obviously, albeit very early in the season, so this can change on a knife edge, right? Particularly when we're not playing next week, that's the other issue is that we could drop quite a lot through our not fault of our own. But those that are much further below us, your likes of Fleetwood and Cheltenham, are going to have a massive issue in that they are going to have to just almost panic by to try and make things work. Whereas we, if we do go out and get a free agent, we've got that time and advantage of the table being higher where we can go, well, this person isn't going to work, so let's not do that. Whereas someone like Cheltenham and Fleetwood are going to have to go, we're going to have to do this because we've got no other choice because we're at the bottom of the table and we've not scored a goal. There's yeah, the advantage. No, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll leave it there. Um, very, very quickly, uh, NTFC women lost 3-0 to Loughborough Lightning on Sunday. Unfortunately, they're just ravaged by injuries. Alex Dix is out at the moment. They've had Faye Noble's been out for a little while. Most of them concussion injuries as well, by the looks of things, or they were leading up to the opening day of the season. 
a bit of a brutal preseason game uh, in one of the, the games. I think it was the Swindon game actually that they they received an awful lot of injuries in. I think they played um, they played Columbia Women at one point, I believe. <laughs> um, our, our new sponsored player, by the way, Katie oh, McLean. Come on. She's incredible. Uh, she saved a penalty um, to keep the score down. It was 2-0 at the time, um, but she got down to her left to save a penalty. It was a fantastic save. Um, their next game is on Thursday night at home at Fernie Fields. They're facing Solihull Moors. So get down to Fernie Fields on Thursday night. 7.45 kickoff, I think it is, Danny. Um, we'll make sure that, that you know we tweet about it and we'll retweet the, the club and everything like that. So... Get down to Fernie Fields Thursday night to go Get and watch their there. next game. Under the um, lights. We'll be, well, yeah, to the lights. Why Under not? The lights, Under the lights. Be lovely. Um, I was about to say we'll be back on Friday, but we won't because there's oh. no game on, oh, on Saturday. Off. We've got a week beautiful. off, everyone. Um, we'll be back next week with another pod. Danny's got an idea. We'll, we'll probably do something. <laughs> um, Name that bench. That bench. So, yeah. Um, maybe uh, we'll do a post-bag special. It's the very, Name it, the free agent bench. It's the start huh. of It's All Euro 2024 to me. Oh, goodness me. Maybe we should Christ put a poll out to see what people want, want us to talk about. Graham? Graham poll, yeah. Get Graham poll out there. Good. Okay. Um, Democracy. Well, we'll see you next week. We'll have a pod for you. It might not be the same as normal, but there will be one. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you enjoy what we do patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me you can get every episode advert free and you can get lots more content like the league one lounge which me and danny are about to go and record right now where we look at the rest of league one for you from the comfort of a chaise long it's very good we will see you soon thanks very much (laughs) (laughs) goodbye 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 there's the cup There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.